confusing here. I just uh, just dropped a thousand dollars in jewel shopping for Pesach today. But we're going to talk about Purim. Okay. The extended Winehouse family thanks you. Yes. I met. I bumped into them actually. He was Gar- there. Yassi, yeah. Anyway. Wow. <clears throat> so. No. Okay, we, um, a little bit, those who were here on Sunday morning touched on this, on this issue. It's, it's something that um, Purim, in a certain sense, uh, seems almost wrong. It's a lot of Gashmias to the point where even according to many. Shechros, uh, drunkenness, is, is the, the way to go. And it's without a Yom Tov atmosphere. You know, and, and we see that they thought about making it a Yom Tov, right? It's, it's pretty mavur in the Megillah, that there was the, the thought of perhaps maybe being Mesach in a Yom Tov for, for Purim. But Lamaisa they didn't. They kept it as a day that's not a Yom Tov, but it's a day of Mishtav Simcha. So there are really two ways that this falls out. So there are some people who have Thanksgiving dinner, but just have it on Purim. And it's that kind of atmosphere of just like a bunch of people sitting around, kind of mellow, and, you know, take it easy, maybe pass the grape juice. And, uh, you know, that's that kind, of, that kind of atmosphere. And then there are other Purim Sudas that look like, you know, almost like a frat party. So it's, it's not a day that has a, a Yom Tov Tzurah. It's not a day that has a Shabbos type of, of, of feel to it. And by design, that's how, that's how Chazal made it. And what's more is that, and this really touches on what we discussed on Sunday, is that on Shabbos and Yom Tov, when we have Oneg, Oneg Shabbos, we have Simchas Yom Tov, so it's not just controlled pleasure. You know, it's like you could say that like, well, Yom Tov and Shabbos, you know, you can, you can eat and you can drink, but you know, they kept us pretty busy with, uh, you know, with davening and laning and you know, all the different things that we have to do. So, you know, it can't get too out of hand. That's one way to look at it. But um, it, even in, in, the, in, in the Rishonim, the way they describe what Simchas Yom Tov is all about, is it's more of a means to an end. It, the, the, the mitzvah is lios sameach, to, to, to be besimcha. A man's simcha comes, as everybody knows, from basar v'yayim. A woman's simcha comes from clothing. So there's a mitzvah for a husband to buy his wife clothing. Kid's simcha comes from candy. So therefore, um, the, the, the parents should, should give the kids, uh, you know, Shabbos treats, yomtiv treats. All of those things, that's... That is how we generate, we get ourselves into um, a mindset of, of simcha. But the, the, the simcha ultimately is simcha Bashem. When it comes to Purim, the, the, the Gashmias is, is the Gashmias. It's a day of Mishnah. And to the point where this, we had this Amik Bracha, quoting the Avbezin from Brisk, who said that Purim is a day of just Mishnah. That's it. You know, almost forget about real simcha. Like, if you don't have internal simcha, no, forget about it. It's just, as long as you're partying, and, you know, then, then, then you're good. 
Now, the Mechtem Leo, like he, the way he, he uh, I quoted this a while ago. Um, it was a, whenever, whenever Yom Kippur was on Shabbos, so in the Shabbos Shuvah Drasha, so we talked about, um, there's an Arsameach that talks about how, whether we talked about whether one should be Kiddush or not, if, they, if somebody has to break their Tanis, and the Arsameach says that the, the Kiddush of the Yom, and it implies like the Onig of the Yom, is the fasting. And the Mechtav Melio, he basically says that when we eat and drink on Shabbos and Yom Tov, it's basically like bribing the guf to come along with, with, uh, with the neshama. The marshal, you know, Madhav uh, is somebody goes out to eat on their anniversary. So, what, so, so you know, what's the ikr, what's the tafel? The ikr, of course, is spending time with your spouse. I wouldn't say otherwise. But why, why eat? Why go to someplace nice? Why, you know, it's just a waste of money. You could just sit on the couch for a cheaper price and accomplish the same quality time. But you, 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 you schlep along you know, all your tithes and all your, go, your, your gashmiousness, and then, then you're totally involved and you're totally in on the, on the simcha. And that's what, that's what, you know, that, that's, that's what he says, you know, Shabbos and, and Yom Tov. Similarly, we have to give the guf something. So you give a little shochad, you give a little bribe to the guf to get the guf on board that today's a day of simcha, today we're happy today's Shabbos, we're happy today's Yom Tov. So the guf, which maybe isn't so interested in what Shabbos and Yom Tov are really all about, you give them something and then they get out of the way and then the neshama can really enjoy themselves. But Purim is different. Purim is a day of chiv su'uda. It's a day of chayv adam levesumi. And with or without simcha, it seems to be that there's this, uh, there's, there's this chiv uh, of mishta. You can't even fast a tanas chalom. The person... It will, does not want to eat. You still have to have a su'uda, you still have to eat. So it seem, seems to be, if not totally, mostly Gashmius centered. That's what Purim is. There's a goin that uh, Rav Hutner quotes, and he says the following. He says that Yom Kippur is a day that's kulal Hashem. You know, every Yom Tov is chatzil Hashem, chatzil Hashem. So Yom Kippur is kulo Lashem, Purim is kulo Lachem, put them together and you have half for Hashem, half for Lachem. Right? So he describes and defines Purim as being a day that's totally Lachem. So the gather of Purim, so, so what is Purim? Purim is a time that is totally Gashmius, it's Lachem. But that's hedonistic, that's not what we consider to be a, a Yiddish way of, of, of it's, it's, it's not a, it's not, it's not a yomtiv, it's not a chag, it's not a, it's, it's, it just seems wrong. So what's, what's Purim all about? Zugumara Navodazar, that talks about Reb Hanani ben Tradion. It says, Zugumara says, Kishachal Reb Yosef ben Kisma, when Reb Yosef ben Kisma got sick, went to to visit him. So he said to him, So Rabbi Yosi ben Kesma said to Rabbi Chanina, Chanina, my brother, Don't you know that this nation that's ruling right now, the, the Romans, that don't you know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu set them up and said this is their time? Shechriva's beso, he allowed him to destroy his bias. 
Vesorfas Echalal, they they burned the Besamikdash, Vhargas Chasidov, they killed his 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 righteous ones, Vavdas Tuvav, Vadain Hikayemes, and this Uma, this this nation is still around. Vani Shemati Alecha, so Yosef Mikitsum says, I heard about you, Khanina, Shati Yoshiv Vosi Petor, that you're sitting and learning Torah. Umakil Kihilos Barabin, and you're gathering Kihilos in public. The Sefer Munach Lachobichekecha with a Sefer Torah out on your lap. So, how basically he's saying? I mean, this is like almost a bizarre conversation. How dare you do such a thing? You, you, this is this. The time is obviously not right for people to be doing out. You know, Torah Befarhesia teaching, etc. So Armelo, so Reb Chanani ben Tragin answered. He said, "No, Minashemayim Yerachemu. No, Hashem should you know, Eibush to help the health." He said to him, I told you something that's logical, that makes sense. And you just say, like, oh, Hashem should help. I wonder, I wonder if you and a Sefer Torah won't be burned together in fire. Which is how we'll see, which is how he died. So, bizarre conversation. Okay, you know, it gets a little stranger. Armalo. So, Rabchanani ben Trajan said, Rabbi, Ma'ani lechai yolam hava. Okay, I guess I'm going to die. But, what is going on? Am I, am I a person who's going to, am I going to make it? Tell him hava. So, Armalo, so he said to him, Klum ma'isa baliyadcha? So he says, no, so what ma'isim toivim do you have? Like, as if everything he described until now was like, whatever. Right? Armalo, so he said to him, Mo's shall purim, Nishalfuli Bemol Shotsadaka. Money that I have for my Purim Suda got mixed up with money of Sudaka. Vihilat Timlaniam and I gave it all to Aniam. Amrlo, Yosim and Kisma said, Ooh, Imkain Michalkahi Halki, Umigorelchahi Goroli, my Khalik, I wish I would have your Khalik, I wish I would have your Garl. Right? And then it describes how um, <coughs> Rabbi Hanani ben Trajan gets caught and actually gets wrapped up in a Sefer Torah, a famous story, wrapped up in a Sefer Torah. They put wet things against him so that it would take longer for him to die and he's burnt with the Sefer Torah. So, what is Pshad in this story? He is a person who was Rabbi Akiva-like in what he was doing in public. And we know that that was a good thing. Rabbi Yosef ben Kisma lets him have it about it. And then he says, okay, fine. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. But you think I'm going to get any Olam Haba? The answer is, what'd you do? So he says, well, I had my money for my Perm Suda. I had $20 for my Perm Suda with $20 of Tzedakah. They got mixed up. I didn't know what was what. I don't remember how much was each. So I just said, oh, I'll give it all to the Aniyam. And that was this, you know, Misa that was, you know, that's it. Forget it. You, you, you know, that's your ticket. I wish, I wish, you know, Rabbi Yosef Mikis was saying, I wish I would have that kind of chelik in Olam Haba. What's Pshat what's in the story over here? So the Maharal says, he, disc- he says the following. He says, and again, you'll see, we'll see a little uh, echo of, of the discussion we had before. He said, most tzedakah, tzedakah, is something that is mufka me Olam Haba. <coughs> not something of this world, tzedakamani. As far as the receiver is concerned, it's not something that he earns, he just, pff, he just poof gets something. But 
We'll describe what else more than that. And he says, Ma'us of Purm Suda, that's Kulo Olam Hazer. That's totally Olam Hazer. So he says this as follows. There are two opposite things that a person, two opposite acts a person could do. One is you can give something away. Or two is you can totally indulge yourself. Two very opposite things. Now, when I give something away, there may be, like when a person gives tzedakah, so there, you know, there's a little good feeling a person has from it. You feel good, you feel like you helped someone. But you're, you're taking your thing and handing it to someone else. It's not exactly uh, a, a pleasurable type of thing to do. Indulgence, eating a permsuda, right? That's just, bring it on. That's, you know, that is a real olam hazah, a real olam hazah type of, <coughs> type of, uh, uh, of, of feeling. Said Reb Hanani ben Trajan, he said, nishalfuli, it, it's, it's all mixed up for me. Ma'os tzedakah and ma'os purim. The money of tzedakah, the idea of giving something away, which is something that the pleasure of it, the importance of it, is all in olam habodika, you know, thoughts. And the act of indulgence, they're one and the same as far as I'm concerned. They're nishalfu. <coughs> so you can understand that the Pshat and the Gemara is follows. Rabbi Yosef bin Kisma said to Rabbi Hanadi ben Trajan, listen, we live in this world. In this world, there's a halacha. You don't start up with a Russia when it's a shah, when it's, uh, you know, if a Russia has things going well for him, you don't mess. There is a way that things run in this world. And if Hashem is letting a Russia get away with stuff, get out of his way. No matter how right you are, no matter what a big tzaddik you are, if you get in his way, you're going to get run over. Don't mess with the Russia. So you, so you, you are messing with Rome. You don't have the right to do that in this world. Reb Hanad ben Chirajan asks him, but mani I, in this world, live in Olam Habadika way. I, I, my, my life is, is one that I feel like I'm a Ben Olam Haba. Not a Ben Olam Haba like when I die, but Mani, what would it take for me to be considered a Ben Olam Haba, in which case the rules of Olam Hazed don't necessarily apply to me? So Rabbi Yosef Mekissim says, I don't know. Why don't you tell me something about yourself that would give me a sense of that? So he says, well, you know something? To me, indulging in something and doing something which is totally olam hazeh, hedonistic, feeding my own, that's the same exact thing to me as giving money away. With absolutely no personal pleasure, it's all olam habadika, ruchniistika pleasure. Rebchanan ben Trajan was saying that for me, ruchnius, gashmius, it's all the same thing. We live in a world in which ruchnius is achieved through Gashmias. We are people of Olam Hazeh. We are physical people. Mitzvahs require physical acts. We have to do things physically in order to get our neshamas 
in the right place to have certain things. So we have to sit in a sukkah, we have to shake a lulav, we have to eat a matzah in order to feel the, 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 the tzel of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the sukkah, in order to fe- feel the emuna of, of a matzah, right? It's not, it's not enough to just think or, you know, be in a shama and just have the emuna. We've got to eat, we've got to do something. We live in a world of mitoch shalolishma balishma, where we use our physical selves as a vehicle to achieve things spiritually. We don't just close our eyes, you know, turn off our bodies, and do spiritual things. It doesn't work. That's not normal for this world. So in this world, the Gashmias is a hechetinsa. The Gashmias is a way to get to a purpose, which is Ruchnias. So Oneg, eating Shabbos party, leads to a deeper Oneg of being Mis'aneg im Hashem on Shabbos. The Simcha of sitting and having Basar V'yayin at a Yom Tov meal brings us to a closeness with HaKadosh Baruch Hu on a, on a Yom Tov. So all mitzvahs have a physical component that lead to a deeper Ruchni's Dikka component. Rabbi Hanani ben Shurajan was a person who was able to have his Su'udas Purim be a physical thing that he did on the surface, like that. but it itself was Ruchnius. It wasn't a means to an end, but he said, the eating of the Purim Su'uda, to me, is giving tzedakah. It's the same thing. It's not that I have a physical pleasure, and therefore I'm happy, and therefore I feel, why am I happy? Oh, I'm also happy because Hashem made an ace for us, and now we survive. And now I'm happy because of how... It, it, that's not how it works. It's that the eating itself, the tanug of olam hazeh, for him, was a tanug of olam haba. It was all one and the same. It's something that it's hard for us to relate to because that's not how we live. That's not what we... But Rabbi Hanan ben Shradjim was a different type of person. Rabbi Hanan ben Shradjim said, they asked him, so the Gemara continues and talks about how they caught him and they took him and they wrapped him up in the Sefer Torah. So as he's being burnt, his Talmidim ask him, he says, they, they say, Amrullah Talmidov, Rebbe, Mataroa, what do you see? So Amrullah, he said to them, Gvilin Nisraf and Vaosios Parchos. I see that the, that, that, that the Gvil, that, the, that the, the, the parchment, that's burnt. But the Osios Parchos, the, 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 the Neshama of what it is, that's what's alive. And it's still there. It's still floating in the Avir. It's still up in the air. It's not, that's, not, that's not disappearing over here. But Pchanani ben Tragin was a person who lived in Olam Habatika life. He saw things in that way. It's, it's interesting. Pchanani ben Tragin, he's, he's mentioned only a few times in Shas, and he's kind of like getting censured for doing things that are unusual. He would answer to a bracha, Baruch Shem Kavod And they told him, What are you doing? We're not in the base of Mikdash now. But he was in a different place. On Rosh Hashanah, he used chatzotros and shofros. And they told him, no, we only use a shofar nowadays. But he was somewhere else. It's interesting, like, what, what, so the Gemara asks, like, why did he get killed? Lamaisa, like, if he was such a great person, and he was living in this, what did he do, what Lamaisa did he do wrong to deserve to get killed? So there are a couple of pshatim. One pshat is that he was 
he did too much, uh, too much, well, not too much Torah, but he did Torah without chesed. Now, obviously not without any chesed, because we know he gave all the money to tzedakah. But he was focused a lot on the ruchnius of things, but the gashmius of things, the interpersonal stuff, that wasn't a focus of his, because he lived in a different type of way. And the other pshat, the other pshat is that he would say the shame of the, the shame Hashem with 42 letters. Again, something that you're not allowed to do. We don't do that. So I said, no, 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 he was teaching it, the Gemara says. No, he was teaching it to his Talmidim. So I said, well, if he was teaching it to his Talmidim and darshing it, so what's the big deal? So I said, well, he was doing it barabbat. And we don't do these things barabbat. That's something you do still. But to him, again, he was like living in a, in a different place. Purim is a day that's otherworldly. This, this, uh, this, this language of Nishalfa Sudas Purim with Moz Tzedakah, this is Rav Hutner, and this is not like in a real mimer. It's like at the end he has like this country Fushimas, which is, it seems like it's a bunch of notes that somebody put together from more like sound bites that he said over. None of them is more than like a, you know two paragraphs or something. So he brings this Vilna going about that it's Kula Lachem, and then he says, and on a day like Purim, it's able to be Kula Lachem because it's a day of Nishalfu Mos Purim with Mos Tzedakah. Purim is a day. Much like Yom Kippur, that is Olam Habadik. Now, on Yom Kippur, it's very clear to us how it's Olam Habadik. We are totally mavatal our guf. We have no guf. We're purely neshama. We call it right. The, the Rambam calls it shvisa from eating. It's not that we're fasting. It's not a tanis. It's just that we're resting from eating. We're not doing guf things because we are beings that are kulo neshama. That's that's what the day is all about. Even on Shabbos, when it's, isn't it wrong to fast? No, it's not wrong to fast, because the Oneg of Shabbos, the Kedusha of Shabbos, comes through the fasting. Why? Because it's a day in which we are Olam Habadik through our Neshama alone. Purim, on the flip side, is on the one hand totally Gashmiistic, but on the other hand, it's a Gashmias that is Ruchnias. It's a Gashmias that's one and the same with connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's a, it's a day in which we have the ability through totally Gashmiistic acts to come close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in that totally Ruchniistic way. If you think about what was Purim, Purim was a time in that our lives were going on as if we didn't have any Kriyas Yamsuf, there were no Anani covered, Hashem didn't come down on a mountain. It was during regular life, with regular things going on, we suddenly were makir HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Jewish people were makir HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They saw the nais, even though everything was bederech hateva, to the point where they were makabal Torah in a way that they had never been makabal Torah before. The original Kabbalah Satorah was flawed until the Kabbalah Satorah that happened at the time of Purim, that's legit. Now it didn't happen when everybody was dressed up in their let's meet Hashem clothes and it was, hey, this is a moed in which Hashem's going to come close to us and we're going to get close to Hashem. But it was during regular life that we suddenly perceived that our Gashmistika world was kulo ruchnius, was totally full of Hashem. And we were makabal Hashem. We were, we were makabal the Torah fully on ourselves in that, in that venue. 
So therefore, the, the way we celebrate it is again, they dafka didn't make it a yomtiv. There is dafka, no isr malacha. It's do the malacha. Take, have a pen in your pocket, turn on the light, drive your car, do all the, talk on the phone, do all those malacha things. Because Purim was a day in which we were makir Hashem. While we were doing all those things, well, obviously we're talking about fun, but while they were doing all the all their regular life things, they were makir Hakadosh Baruch Hu and the Torah. So it's a day in which we don't stop doing those things. We keep on doing those things, and we have the ability to interact with Hakadosh Baruch Hu in our extremely magushim lives, in our extremely physical lives, and have that connection to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. It's also a time when, you know, the question is, it's the only day of the year that a person is allowed to drink and, and, and lose himself that way. That's, it's just, isn't that irresponsible? In general, like, we, Jew, Jewish people, uh, responsible Jewish people who care about the Ruchnis, always need their Seichel to be in control. Because the Guf is dangerous. He doesn't make good decisions. We always want to have the seichel controlling our emotions, our raw base animal emotions, our, our tithes, our goof. We got to control it. So how can a person suspend his seichel? And how could it be a mitzvah to do it? How could that be? But on a day like Purim, where it has this special, the segulas hayom is, that the gashmias is ruchnias, then you could do it. We can trust the guf. Because on this day, the guf, if a person puts himself into the right, right mindset, of course, it could become a frat party if you let it. But you can't let it. But it's an opportunity for our regular olam hazadika physical magushim selves to have that connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what Purim is all about. So Purim is a day of not simcha mishta, but mishta. Mishta v'simcha. It's a simcha and mishta, they go hand in hand, they, they, they go together. It's a physical, it's a time of su'uda, it's a time of drinking, it's a time of no iser malacha. Go ahead and do all the malacha you want. Because all of that stuff is safe on this day. Because it's a day in which we have the opportunity to have this nishalif mos purim with mos tzedakah. Where the ruchnius, the gashmius, it's all the same thing. And that in v'lachem, in the Gashmias, a person is able to have that connection to Hashem that they had by Yom Mahem, a person is able to achieve that also, is Manazeh.